Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He told his people to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour your Lord is coming. He's coming for us in the clouds any moment, and he tells us to be ready. Dove Schwartz here, the Sea of Galilee, have a very special program, and I trust we'll have a very special time together. You know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. So today, let's be pleasing to him by his word and his spirit. And in Messiah Jesus, may our faith be strengthened today that we might be ready when he comes for us. Let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your wonderful word. Thank you for saving us, Lord. If there's anyone watching who's not yet saved, please have mercy and grace upon them and save them today. Prepare us to be ready for your coming, Lord Jesus, please, and bless all of our viewers today. Amen. So, uh, our, our Messiah Jesus, he came to give us his love expressed in a couple very primary, powerful ways. One is through grace and the other is through mercy. And so, in the Gospel of John, in chapter 1, we see uh, this summed up very well in verse 17, where it says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth. And, through, and, and it's through the reality, the truth of who Messiah Jesus is, that he died on the cross for our sins, he was buried, and hallelujah, on the third day he rose again, that we can receive his grace, Right? And one way of thinking of his grace is his goodness that none of us deserve. And we receive that when we uh, receive Jesus as our Savior and Lord. And we're forgiven for our sins and we're born from above. We're born again. And he gives us his spirit and who gives us this life. Our spirit is brought to life and the Holy Spirit communes with our spirit that we might have fellowship with God and with others who also have their spirits brought to life and who are born again in Messiah Jesus. And, and, and so when I ask people, what does grace do? They say grace saves us and that's true and hallelujah. Yes. And, and, and then I say, but what else does grace do after we're saved? And one pastor I heard put it so well, and I'm going to say it uh, this way. Grace is the work of God the Father and man the sinner to change him into the image of his dear son. The first step of that is to be born again, to receive Jesus as Lord. But after that, my question to you, which is in accordance to what I just said, what does grace do after that? And there's a passage that the Apostle Paul, who is raised up by the Lord to be his messenger uh, to primarily the Gentiles. The, the grace of the Lord went from through Paul, all over the world where, uh, where the known world where um, there were Jewish people who received the Lord, certainly. But then the believers in Messiah Jesus, in accordance with the Old Testament, he said he would go to the Gentiles. He's not only the Savior of the Jewish people, he's also the Savior of the Gentiles. So this wonderful Apostle Paul in Titus chapter 2 tells us what grace does. And it's so exciting. And this is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. So here's what grace does. You ready? For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, 
righteously and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. (sighs) That was a mouthful. So let's look at this. The grace of Abba Father has appeared to all men. How is that? Well, God the Father sent God the Son, who has been forever, is and will be forever. He is God the Son. By the power of God the Holy Spirit, He came to us as a man. As a man. He lived a sinless life. You know, sin was handed to us from our fathers. Sin was handed to us from our fathers. From Adam all the way down through the fathers. The Bible says in Romans 5, 12, through one man, sin entered the world and death through sin and death spread to all men. The thing is, is that Jesus, our Savior, his father wasn't a man. His father is God, the father. So he's a man with no sin. Hallelujah. He was born of a virgin because his father is God. Placed in Miriam, commonly called Mary in English. Placed in Miriam. And this young girl, a virgin, carried God the Son, the Son of God, gave birth to him, and you have a man living on this earth with no sin. Why is that important? Because he accomplished what he was sent to do. He lived a sinless life. So when the nails went through his hands and feet, an innocent man's blood was spilling to pay for every time we've sinned. He was buried and hallelujah, he rose from the grave. Yes? And so he appeared in the earth. And there are people who say, well, what about the people who've never heard of Jesus? And there are people in the world who haven't. The grace of God goes to them. We see in Romans chapter 1, through creation. I could give you testimony after testimony of, of, of witnesses of the Lord in far off countries where there are hardly any believers, where people are getting dreams and visions and going to these people and asking them, we heard you can tell us who this man is who showed himself to my wife and I in a dream last night with the holes in his hands, things like that. I could go tell you story after story. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. And what does this grace do after it saves us? It teaches us. Hallelujah. Listen, naturally, we are foolish and darkened in our sin. Right? And so the grace of God teaches us to to get on a narrow path and stay on it that leads to life. Wide is the path that leads to destruction and many of they who want it. Narrow is the, the, the way that leads to life. And few are they who find it, the Bible says. Yeah? And so the biggest percentage of the world rejects Messiah Jesus and will go to hell. But for those who receive his grace, who embrace Jesus as Savior and Lord, his grace teaches them to stay on that narrow path that leads to life. Glory to God, right? And so the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, so we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. So I'm going to ta- tackle a little bit of that before our break. Denying ungodliness. What is ungodliness? It is a disregard for our Creator and for His things and His kingdom. 
ungodliness. It is a disregard for him, right? It is having little or no regard for him in his things and walking in a way that is very displeasing to him. And that's why it's coupled with worldly lust. What is lust? Lust is a strong desire for that which the Lord forbids. That which the Lord says no, lust says yes. I want it, I must have it, right? And so worldly lusts pertain to this world system that is set against the Lord, right? The Bible says in 1 John that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one, right? And so uh, thankfully, we have that which overcomes the world, even our faith. It also says in 1 John in the New Testament. And so, grace teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. To deny uh, the flesh. And Messiah Jesus said, to be his disciple, you deny yourself. You take up your cross. You die to those things that are ungodly things and worldly lusts. And you follow Messiah Jesus. That's what grace does. We live in kind of a quasi um, uh, faith environment that says, no, you can be saved by Messiah Jesus without repenting of your sins. You can be saved by Messiah Yeshua, the Lord, and you can live in wickedness and go your own way. That's not grace. That's a lie. Grace teaches us to avoid those things that bring judgment and that are displeasing to the Lord. So we're going to take a break in just a moment, and we're going to come back and go through this and look at what authentic grace does. Remember to watch, therefore. I'm so blessed that you're watching the program today and so very thankful that we're saved by Messiah Jesus, watching for his coming in the clouds for his people and getting ready together. We have incredible opportunities with Watch Therefore Media. How is that? This program is going to so many places in the world. So many have an opportunity to learn to watch Therefore, to hear the gospel, and to be the faithful servant in Messiah Jesus. Through this media outreach, what an opportunity. And of course, we have our other ministry opportunities here in Israel, and in the nations. In Israel, through blessing Israeli believers and our Israeli-believing partners, together we can get out the gospel, make disciples, see babies saved from abortion, and feed Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Jesus, and much more. Now, as I frequently share on the program, we have our ministry poured out for the nations, But I want to go into a little more detail about what we're doing in Africa. In Uganda, now I've been to nine African countries. By the time this airs, I may have been in ten because I'm getting ready to go to Nigeria. And and so in Uganda, we had this special outreach at a refugee camp where we're, we're getting out the gospel, making disciples of orphan children. Now listen, by the time they're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, instead of being prostitutes and, 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 and criminals, they'll be maidservants and servants of the Lord. These little girls will be singing in the choir, being prepared 
to be precious women of God, even pastors' wives and evangelists' wives, things like that. These young boys are going to be equipped in the Lord to be strong believers in Messiah Jesus, to be change agents for righteousness in Africa instead of having a hopeless life. And we're part of that. We're part of that. And you can be part of that. As I often say on the program, and I say again, if you've not yet believed in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, with regard to this kingdom partnership I'm about to talk about, please don't send in any money to this ministry. We don't want your money at all. What do we want? We want you to be saved by Jesus. And we pray that you would receive him as Lord and enjoy the program today. Yet if you're a born-again believer in Messiah Jesus, the opportunities are so incredible that we have together. And, and here's the way I like to think of it. Here are a few primary ways of partnership. There's praying, giving, and going. And you can participate in all three of those, in one of those, whatever combination the Lord puts on your heart. And why do I say that? Because our help comes from the Lord, makers of heaven and earth. I'm not asking people for money. Why? Because people aren't my source. My King, Jesus, is my source. Yes? And though this media outreach is very expensive, our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. So I'm simply sharing with you some of the opportunities through Watch Therefore Media and our other ministries where you can pray, give, and go. You can get on our monthly newsletter. You can go to watchtherefore.tv where you can get updates monthly of what we're doing. On our website, you can see all of our different ministry opportunities, right? And, and what we're doing is asking the Lord to raise up from our viewers of Watch Therefore faithful prayer and financial partners and even those who may hear from the Lord to come with us. One way you can go is this. You can go to Israel. Our Watch Therefore Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour, October 2017, is available. And we are we're taking uh, applications and people are getting ready to come. Listen, last year we did this tour, Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, it's a big Jesus party. What do I mean? Well, believers in Messiah Jesus come from all over the world. They bring their flags and their, their, their um, attire that matches their country. Uh, there are people who come from Texas last year who came with cowboy hats and cowboy boots. And, and, and we can bring flags from different regions and, and wave them at these big celebrations. One of them is out in the desert at En Gedi. Uh, it's a special one we're going to go to. And the other is the Jerusalem March. And, and you can find more details about that if you go to watchtherefore.tv. There's a graphic up there. You click on it, and it takes you to information about this tour. So we really encourage you to come on our Watch Therefore Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour. Now, Chuck Smith, who planted the Calvary chapels that are all over the world, he said this. He said, a trip to Israel is like two years of Bible college. But it's a lot more fun. So we encourage you to come to our, our Watch Therefore Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour. Go to watchtherefore.tv. Sign up for that monthly newsletter. Pray about joining us in the work. And, and we would welcome the partnership that the Lord would raise up. We can together bless Israel and the nations. Now, we're going to go back to the program in just a moment, yeah? And again, let me remind you, we're preparing for this king to come. The signs are all around us. King Jesus is coming in the clouds very soon. He's coming in the clouds very soon. 
And, 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 and that could be a, a great comfort to someone who's viewing today. My, my precious mother passed away years ago, but I know I'm going to see her again in the clouds with our King. Yeah? And may that be a comfort to you. Now, as we go back to the program, I pray that you're going to be blessed with the rest of this program as together we prepare as we watch Therefore and get ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're talking about God's grace, His goodness that none of us deserve, and that His grace saves us as we put our faith in Messiah Jesus, the one He sent to forgive us, save us for our sins and facilitate His forgiveness. But then, what does grace do? Grace teaches us. Grace teaches us. By the Holy Spirit that indwells us, His grace teaches us to walk in His ways. We see that here. We see the saving grace of the Lord, yet then we see the teaching grace of the Lord. Titus 2. I'm going to review what we read in 11 and 12. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Now, earlier I talked about the grace that saves us and, and how it teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. But see, the great thing about what the Lord does is He doesn't only tell us what not to do. He tells us what we should do. And we experience His favor, His kindness, His presence filling our lives. Well, his grace teaches us to live soberly, righteously, and godly. What does it mean to live this way? It means to think this way, to talk this way, and that our actions in every area of our lives are to be this way. What way? Well, we're to think soberly. What does this mean? That I'm not a drunkard? Well, it does mean that, but much more. It means to be clear-headed, clear-thinking. Can I ask you a question? Could the world use a few more clear-thinking people today? Hello? The grace of God teaches us to think soberly-minded, with a clear mind. This world's gone ten kinds of crazy. And the Lord wants us to be raised up as people who have an answer, who people who think rightly. A pastor once said, speaking of the Jesus movement in the 60s and 70s when he got saved, and the, and the people were called, like the hippies who had gotten saved, they were called Jesus freaks. And he said, you know, Jesus doesn't turn people into freaks. He turns freaks into people. <laughs> right? And, and, and so the grace of God teaches us to live soberly, righteously. What does it mean to live righteously? Well, first off, let's define in basic terms what is righteousness. Righteousness is the Lord's, heaven's standard of goodness. Heaven's standard of goodness. It's way up here, and we're way down here, but the Lord, by His grace, calls us up higher. Yes? So, His grace teaches us to live righteously. The only way to do that is to first be saved by and then to live for the righteous one. It's, it's this way. I have been crucified 
with Christ. It's no longer I live, but Messiah who lives in me. And a life I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. As we live for him, he fills us with his Holy Spirit. And it's his life living through me. Messiah in me. Right? And and, and so his grace teaches us to live soberly, righteously. Right? We choose to think, speak, and live according to righteousness. Right? I had a pastor tell me with regard to going out and watching movies at the theater, but this would apply to watching television as well. He'd say, before I would watch a, go to a movie or watch something on television, I would ask the Lord, who's in me by His Holy Spirit, His Ruach HaKodesh, I'd say, he, he, he said, I would say, Lord, do you want to watch this through these eyes? And if the answer is no, he wouldn't watch it. I will put no wicked thing before my eyes, it says in the Psalms. I hate the work of them who fall away. It will not fasten its grip upon me. That's what the Bible says. And so, grace teaches us to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But you know, we live in a faith environment where people say, I believe in Messiah Jesus. But they go to movies where they curse the Lord and there's all kinds of wickedness and evil. Listen, that's a gateway right into your soul. And they think it's okay to follow Jesus and live like the devil. Now there's a big surprise for a lot of people. They'll say, oh Lord, Lord, have we not done all these things in your name? They'll say, depart from me and never knew you, you workers of iniquity. That's in Matthew chapter 7 in the gospel. One of the gospels. So, grace teaches us to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. What does that mean? That means the way things are now in this world are coming to an end What do you mean? Well, remember in Sodom and Gomorrah? Oh, they thought they were having a great time in their sin. Oh, they got to a point where men were with men and women were with women. And and everyone said, that's fine. That's great. Let's celebrate that. Not so different than the world today, wouldn't you say? Only now, multiply it exponentially. So many more people in the world are living that way. There wasn't nearly the population on planet Earth then. And it was regional. It was, it was Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, this is spreading across the planet. Billions of people, are, if not involved in this, are approving of it. Now, everything was great in Sodom, they thought, until the last night in Sodom. When God's wrath fell and everything that was going on there was over. And the last night in Sodom is coming to this world. Right? And that will be the end of this present age. Read the book of Revelation. A place not far from here called Megiddo, where this is all going to come down. And so, it will be the last night in Sodom in this world. And what we're looking for as believers in Messiah Jesus at this time, is the blessed hope. Why? Because the grace of God teaches us to look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, Messiah Yeshua. He's coming for His people in the clouds any moment. And we're to be looking for that blessed hope. 
I have people, dear brothers and sisters, friends of mine, and they get real upset when they hear about the rapture. I don't know why. We're, we're supposed to comfort one, one another with, with these words that Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds. Uh, it's, it's, it's a tragically sad thing, but the reality is grace teaches us. So I've got to tell people, if you're not, if you're not interested in, in the rapture, if you're not interested in Messiah Jesus coming for us in the clouds, you've got a problem. You've got a bad doctrine. Something's going on. You, you need to get fixed on that deal. Why? Because it's interrupting God's grace in your life. What do I mean? Because His grace teaches us every day to be looking for Him in the clouds. And that's what the faithful servant does. The faithful servant is watching for the Master to come and obeying, doing what the Master commanded. I'm looking for that blessed hope. I'm looking for that time. And listen, I've got a special teaching on the blessed hope I'm going to go into in our next program. That blessed hope is when uh, it's Messiah in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. What does this mean? That means that... uh, in the passage in Romans chapter 8, those whom he justifies, he declares righteous because they put their faith in Messiah Jesus. He also glorifies. When does that happen? Well, as believers in Messiah Jesus, we live in this life by his grace. And then one day, as we're looking for him, he takes us up into the clouds and we're given new bodies that are glorified. No more sin, no more pain, no more sorrow. And we go to be with the Lord at the marriage ceremony in heaven, which I'll, again, I'll talk about in the next program. And see, our lives here in this life, We are to live looking for that age, that time period, this time to be over, and that eternity to begin. Now, eternity is here now. I mean, we always will exist. Even people who are not believers will exist in a place called hell forever. We're to be looking for him to come for us. He gave his life for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify his his own special people, zealous for good works. That's, where who to be, where, that's who we are to be. Have you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Are you walking by His grace? Is His grace teaching you? Has He saved you? Are you living by His grace? Are you looking for Him to come? As we close the program, please pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, bless all who are watching the program today or are listening by social media and by uh, audio. May they call upon your name and teach us, oh, oh Lord Yeshua, by your grace, oh Father, teach us to walk by the grace you've given us in Messiah Jesus. Fill us with your spirit and help us to be ready. May we turn away from every lawless deed and have a desire for purity in our hearts and minds and lives. Bless our viewers today in Messiah Jesus' name, Father. Amen. It's been great to be with you today. As we close the program out, I like to do it this way. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com and if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv we also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv we are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore Radio and TV. Watch Therefore Radio and TV. Until next time.
or watching for King Jesus to return, watch therefore and be ready.